Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go there right now. Stop Stop what you're doing. Pull your car to the side of the road. Go to fantasy, uh, for fantasy basketball analysis. Go to HashtagBasketball.com. I have your host, Mike Katrin, who is already flustered. On team number two, and joining me as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Now, Michael, come on. You can't be that flustered. I feel like team number one went well. Team number one went very well. And like uh, we hammered it out. We're getting, we're getting a little rhythm already. We're just, you know, we're, we're just in that uh, point in the three-point contest where we've gotten through the first rack. We've just gotten hot. We've nailed like the last three shots. Now we just got to start stroking. Here's the thing. These are practice swings. You got to take a few practice swings. You got to have a few practice balls before you hit the, uh, the, the real, the real uh, dingers, I guess, if we're doing baseball uh, analogies, these first teams, they're kind of set. They're kind of similar to last year. There's a well, lot of, that, but then this team just made a trade. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, 12 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to get away with some very simple, straightforward teams. But the Los Angeles Clippers just traded for Eric Bledsoe. They just got rid of Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rondo for Eric Bledsoe. Of course, they will continue to have um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on this team. Uh, But they also signed Justice Winslow. Um, And uh, I'm I'm, I'm trying to remember if they even drafted – anyone i can i can remember i'm trying to the clippers jason preston they i know they traded someone to the knicks so they got uh, jason preston uh keon johnson is he still on the team i believe he is okay and bj boston what a great name bj boston i don't think bj is going to make the team guys but I would assume that, oh, he got two and a half million dollar guaranteed deal. Yo, let's go. BJ Boston, let's go. Yeah, most guaranteed money in the history for a draft pick in the 50s that didn't spend over any time overseas as a draft and stash before coming to the NBA, as reported by Keith Smith from SpotTrack. That is a deep motherfucking cut from, um, from Tyler. Shout out to you reading the Twitters. Let's go into the Clippers. Let's well just, let's just get to the obvious. Yeah, he's out. He's and out. In fantasy, out. He, in fantasy, he's out. Like I don't know that there's any he's way out. that he plays at any point in the fantasy season where you're like, I I want this guy. Kawhi Leonard that- tore his ACL. He is out. Do you, I mean, think about how long it took him to really come back from the previous injury. Think about how careful they were on purpose so he could have a longer career. Why wouldn't they do the same thing here? I mean, they're going to. And if you notice, like, they've been giving Kawhi everything he wanted. Like, they didn't announce he was – he tore his ACL. They didn't even announce he was out in the playoffs. They were just like – Yeah, yeah, he was playing on it pretty much, wasn't he? Well, he – no, he heard it. Then he pretty much was out. But they kept saying, like – He made for, like, a few minutes, and then it was like, nope, fucking get me out of here. Yeah, and then they were like, knee sprain, he might be back in the next series. Oh, he might be back in the next series. And then, literally, did you see the the tweet they sent out when they announced he had his surgery? 
No. It was just a random day, and it was literally the shortest press release I've ever seen. I don't know that I can find it, um, but it literally was like Kawhi Leonard had ACL surgery. No timetable for his return. I remember it just kind of appearing out of nowhere and being like, holy shit, he tore his ACL? Yep, and that was it. And that was, and so they're not going to tell you anything, which is going to make him the most frustrating player, even if you pick him. So I'm, I'll put it this don't way. Draft in, him. in a redraft league, don't do I don't, it. I'm not touching him at all. No matter where he's going, I don't want him. Like, I just don't, I don't want to wait that long. If it's unlimited IRs, you mean there might be a scenario you could pick to me where unlimited IRs. Okay. But when are you drafting him? outside the top 100 just because i'll take a flyer on him over somebody else at that point yeah i don't even know if i'm gonna do that yeah and that's what i mean what's it when's he gonna play april well and that's the thing you gotta know your league too like if you're one of those team leagues that likes to end like basically get rid of the last month of the regular season i'm not even gonna pick him at all if we're playing all the way till the very end i'm still probably i'm not excited about picking them in the top one outside the top 100 even like i'm probably just gonna let him ride i'm not even yeah i'm I'm gonna look at him like i'll probably have him in my queue but i'll be going like oh man i'd rather have this person that i think is gonna have a a breakout year over Kawhi. let's just say it don't draft Kawhi leonard which makes paul george a lot more interesting he's going to have to carry this clippers team and when paul george's playoffs yeah it paul george is gonna have to have a monster year and He's capable of having a monster. He is capable of high production in his career. Um, and he's carried in the regular season, carried this team um, at times for a while. And I don't think he is like, quote unquote, like too old um, to continue to take a whole season and carry the load. Do the steals come back? Mm. That's been one of the things that have mm. hurt. I'll put that in quotation marks because it really hasn't. I mean, he was he finished 20th in per game value yeah, last year. Still fine. But is he went from two, 2.2, then 1.4, then 1.1 last year. Let's say uh, I'm gonna guess it's a little higher than 1.1 simply because he also has to like guard uh people that Kawhi Leonard was guarding. Uh and Kawhi Leonard's probably usually guarding the guy with the ball. Crazy to say this, but I think I kind of want him on the turn, early second round, probably. Really? That is a that is a little uh, crazy. I think that's that is you. Do you okay? Let's play the game. Um, would you like Paul George over Jimmy Butler? Yes, because I feel like Ooh. Paul George is going to have to do more than Butler is going to have to do this year. Plus, I just feel a little bit better about Paul George playing a, a few more games. That's fair. And you get the threes. Um, and if Paul George has to do uh, some of that playmaking that Jimmy Butler does, there was a time, if you children remember, um, there was a time when people would say, oh, man, Paul George is better than Jimmy Butler. And that's just false. Uh, Jimmy Butler is obviously way but, better But couldn't you see this scenario playing out? And let's just pull it. Just, let's just go with me here for a second sure butler less playmaking because they now have kyle lowry yeah paul george has to do more because i mean who are they going to start next to him eric bledsoe reggie jackson like okay playmakers but not great bledsoe is not your 
like a point for like he's not like a point first guard like he's not the guy who's gonna be just pounding the ball right walking up the court so that's like, what i mean i feel like it's gonna be i feel like it's gonna shift in that way only because i feel like lowry's gonna take some from butler and paul's gonna have to do more because there's not a lot around him so that's kind of why i'm looking okay. at it that way i'm not really saying i would actually probably say jimmy butler is the better nba player right now but in fantasy i would think i'd rather have paul george just because of situation and circumstance Former finals MVP, Jimmy Butler, um, is definitely better a basketball player than Paul George uh, career-wise, and there is no argument about that. If you would like to argue with me, uh, at Tyler P. Watts, you can find me at Tyler P. Watts. Um, would you like to have Paul George over Carl Anthony Towns? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> Joel Embiid. I'll still have Embiid. Dame Lillard. I'll have Lillard. Kyrie Irving. I will have Paul George over Kyrie Irving. I, what's Kyrie Irving's max games? Like, didn't he play it this year? Like, it's, <laughs> That's it's a great question. Like, he's literally going to miss like 20 games like every year. Because some of the games, like you just, I don't, I, I'm not sure I understood why he was out some of the games this year. Oof. He might get to 60 this year. Yeah, well, but the minutes might be down to 32 or whatever. There's going to be more games. There's going to be 10 more games. I mean, that helps. that helps. Right. So he's, I would guess 60 is about his ceiling, though. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, if the Clippers are going to need Paul George to carry them to make the playoffs, which they're probably going to, like, isn't Paul George going to try, try to play 70 some? Now, maybe he won't stay healthy. I mean, that's possible, but he's going to try. Okay. Yeah, potentially. Uh, Paul George or Jason Tatum? That's good. That's good. Jason Tatum was real good last year and is really young. Uh, does similar th- does similar thing. That is a tough one. I will give you that. That is a tough one. I think I might go. I think I might go Paul George, but you might convince me by draft day to go Jason Tatum. Okay, and since Paul George is I'd really... I'd say that's the true toss-up. Just yeah. flip the coin. Since Paul George is really one of the only uh, true fantasy players to talk about here, I, mean, I guess Bledsoe now. Um, I'm going to keep going. Paul George, Bradley Beal? Another good one. Beal, just that elite, elite scoring, which you like. Um, no Westbrook. No Westbrook. I, I think I'll go Beal. And then... The ultimate one, Paul George, Trey Young. I probably want Trey Young just because of those elite, elite assists. That's what I mean. But like, okay, you might throw a couple more in there. Like, I might rather have Giannis. I might rather have Luca. But like, after that, I mean, where we're talking, we're talking like 13, 14, somewhere in there. I that's think that's, that's kind of where I have both yeah. Jason Tatum and Paul George. Like, they're just that's fair. in my early second round. That is a very large, a larger group than usual hanging around in what I would consider the second tier is you got your, your Jimmy Butler and Paul George, you got your Trey Young and Bradley Beal. Um, You maybe can consider Kyrie Irving if you want to deal with the games. Uh, Jason Tatum obviously could take a leap even this year. And would you put Donda's bonus in in there? I might, I'm thinking about it. I mean, the big man thing is just, I, I feel like you want to get a good big man because I feel like they dry up fast now too, especially good, like big time rebounders. Yeah. So 
Maybe, maybe, maybe. And it would depend a lot on what my team looks like. Like, do I have Towns already or Giannis or do I only have guards? And then I might want, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I that, could see I could see it. That is super fair. Uh, and we got- I think – I'll say this too. I think Yahoo ADP is going to play kind of a, uh, a factor in it. Like, if they have guys like Sabonis and those guys like going up a little higher in that second round – like you might almost want to reach for them or your, your starting center is going to be like Valanchunas or Capella. And then like, if they put Capella in the second or third round, like you're going to all of a sudden have to start reaching for someone that you don't really want as your center. Yeah, definitely. The rest of this team is a little sus Tyler. Uh, Nick Batum is always secretly a very decent, um, you know, fringe, uh, you know, top 100 right around that hundred level. Area, so I will say fancy this. player. They did not have another top 120 player last season. Yeah. They did not no, have not player. at all. They didn't need and, one. And the next highest one was not actually Batum, it was Serge Ibaka, which we can talk about in a second, maybe. Uh Batum, I like he's gonna give you just a really weird stat line that's gonna help you in a lot of ways, but it's just strange. And the less than 10 points a game is always a big negative he's a big he's a streamer right if you need a maybe some assists or a steal or something like that and you're you're halfway through the week you go out and grab them uh that's perfectly fine and then you got zubach and you got abaka hanging around the fringes as well neither one of them standing out as you know certainly monsters at least zubach has a little youth well, uh, and that Obaka back thing that kept cropping up is concerning. Yeah. Like, I, I even in a deeper league, like I'm not picking Obaka now because I feel like that back thing might crop up at any moment, and you just got nothing out of that. So, like in a deeper league, I'm probably picking guys like Batum and uh, and Zubak somewhere, like in a 16 team league. But Obaka, I might steer just completely clear of. So then, what do I do here? Is anyone else on this team getting? drafted is bledsoe getting drafted would you Mar- uh, marcus morris someone's got to do something on this team so Maybe i would it- say there's two more streamers right reggie jackson's gonna have to step up and do some more Pastor. and i could maybe even be convinced to okay. take him in a standard league if he's going to be the starter and play 30 some minutes a game can't, but again but can he, he can't he can't play much more than 30 because he's gonna get hurt like we've seen this movie before and it always ends with him getting injured yeah so so that's an issue there I would guess the other person that's maybe worth talking about is Marcus Morris. If you're like a points and three streaming option, like I could see Morris. Morris is going to have to score like 15 a game again. He's just going to have to. They're not, they need someone to get those points. But even if he just takes more shots and his, his field goal goes a little bit down, but his points go a little bit up, he's still really just not. Yeah, he's, he's a streamer. He's still not good. Like he's still just a, a borderline fringe player. That's I feel like they're just full of fringe guys, and I'm not sure anyone really steps up there. I, if I had to put money on somebody stepping up, it would be likely Bledsoe, who's just like I guess I'm the second go to scorer on this team. He, yeah, but again, I mean, he. What do you know? Bledsoe finished last year because this surprised the heck out of me too. Uh, I'm gonna say I thought he was. I thought he was doing okay. I thought he was around the, like the hundred mark, but I think it might be lower. Per game value, you want to guess again because you're way off. Oh God. Um. All right. Well, I know I am not way off, and he was better. Uh, one forty. Two twenty. No, 
I don't believe yeah. that. The calculations are wrong. I'm he was Joey. A, he was a negative in both percentages. Really? Oh yeah. Forty-one Oof. nine and sixty-eight seven, and Oof. the really the only he only had one positive category. It was assists. Three point eight was a positive. Everything else was neutral or slightly negative. That was a little bit to do with his role. Yeah, and I think he's giving a lot of bit to do with his role. I think he's going to go back to 15, five and five, but there's not much defensive stats. And like, does that excite you? Like I might, I might own Bledsoe in a deeper league, like around pick one, 10, one twenty. And, but yeah. like in a standard league, like, am I excited about drafting Blitzow? Like we know what exactly what Blitzow's best thing is. And it's yeah. not that exciting. And if you're in a roto league, it's just a no go at that point uh, with those percentages. So it's, uh, it's not looking good for the, the Clippers. Oh, here's uh, other than Paul George. So we, used to Paul the, George. we used to do the question last year, right? This is my favorite part of the episode. Oh, um, let's do it. Start so it up. Here's the question. Do the Clippers make the playoffs? And you can't say they are in the plan. I want to know if they're in the play-in, do they win enough to actually make the first round? Ooh, I'm going to go with no. Because let's say they make the play-in, potentially. That's probably where they're headed. Paul George in the playoffs? Meh. Yeah, they're going to have to hope Kawhi's back at that point. Yes. If they're going to if they're going to win in the play and I think they're going to have to hope Kawhi is back and some semblance of healthy. If, if Kawhi's at 75% they make they win the playing game. But that West is brutal, man. It's murderer's row. You want to hear my prediction on it is that Kawhi doesn't play a second. The Clippers finish in the 8-9 game and lose it. Okay. If they were smart, they would tank. Yeah. They would completely tank this season. Well, and I think partial part of what motivated that Bledsoe trade was not that they think Bledsoe is fantastic. It was it saved them like $30 million because they're over the luxury tax. And they oh. kind of look at their team, I think, finally, and went like, we're not good. Like, without Kawhi, we're not good. They are not good. And the Warriors are going to be better. The Lakers are, I think, technically going to be better. The Grizzlies are going to be better. Uh, the Blazers are probably going to be, uh, depending on what happens with Dame, worse, uh, but not so bad that they can't make a run at the playoffs. Uh, the Pelicans are going to be better, I think. Unless they trade Dame early. Portland yes, finishing ahead of to the, the Chicago Bulls. The Clippers, I mean. You know what I mean? For Lowry marketing. I don't I don't see the Clippers finishing ahead of Utah, Phoenix, Denver, Dallas, Portland, the Lakers, or the Warriors, unless there are some significant injuries on those other teams. I don't think they finish ahead of the Grizzlies either. So uh good luck to Clippers fans out there, and good luck to you on your fantasy league. That's it for the Clippers. Uh if you want to Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear coming into this season. We're, I mean, we got to get started. The season's almost here, Tyler. Um, find us on Twitter. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. You can find Tyler at Tyler P. Watts. You can hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. And you can find us uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash watching the boxes, where I will be doing mock drafts this year. Uh, so join me for that. I'll be posting those on my Twitter. Uh, and then also we might have a little special stuff for the Patreons. If you get on there and you hit that subscribe button, you will be uh, one of our favorite 
fans of the show, you will be a true Patreon and we will send you um, kisses, hugs and kisses. Tyler will come to your house. Um, And we'll see you next time for the next team. Peace.